let us bow down our head and let's open this word of God with a prayer. Let's pray. Abba Father, we thank you, Lord, for this beautiful evening. Thank you for this Thursday night, Lord. We thank you for your goodness and your faithfulness. We thank you for sustaining us. And Father, tonight it is our prayer that we will be inspired again by your word that brings hope, that brings love, and brings guidance in our daily lives. Abba Father, may you strengthen us and may you keep our hearts ready to receive your word tonight that we might also apply this in our daily life. We bring back all the glory, praises, and honor. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. So beloved, tonight, let's continue in our series, Hopeful Series. Discover how to find hope in times of trouble. And now, let's review first the first three letters of the word hopeful as our word outline for this series. Last Monday, we already talked about hope in the Lord. Last Tuesday, overcome my fear. And last Wednesday, pursue God's will. Beloved, if you missed the messages from the past three nights, we would like to encourage you to just click the links above in the description that we have in this live stream worship service because we already put all the details that you need so that you can catch up with our series of messages. And it is our prayer that it can bring joy and it can bring inspiration and strength in your life as you continue to follow Jesus. Tonight, beloved, we will be continuing in our series and we are now in the letter E of the word hopeful and the title of our message tonight is this, how to find hope in times of trouble. All we need to do, beloved, is endure hardship. Last night, we already talked about pursuing God's will and I believe that if we are in the deep troubled times or season in our life, one of the things that will weaken us if we don't know how to respond right in our hardships. That is why we need to discover tonight how to endure the hardships that we are facing. Let me ask you, if what particular part in your life right now that you think that you are really in a deep, overwhelming hardship in life? We know that in this world right now, we are in this big hardship in economy, in our health security, because of this pandemic, COVID-19. But how about you in your personal life? Is there any area in your life right now that you are facing a great overwhelming hardship that your response right now, probably you're starting to tell yourself, I want to give up. I don't want to continue because of the big hardship that you're carrying. And for you, it's so heavy to bear and to carry. Beloved, I hope and pray that if you know that in facing that hardship right now is part of God's sovereign will and plan for your life, don't ever give up. And hopefully, the message that we have right now as we discover this endure hardship message, it is my prayer that these three powerful steps and foundation from the Bible can give you strength to carry on. That is why tonight, as we face our different journey, different seasons in life, of different hardships in our family or in our personal life, and even in the community, we will be discovering tonight how to endure hardships. We will be discovering from the Bible what are the basic foundations in how to respond right, especially in our troubles, in our trials and testings. We need to endure it, if, especially if we know that this is part of God's sovereign will in our life. So, let's discover now. Step number one is this. Remember God's work in the past. Beloved, it says in Deuteronomy chapter 7, verse 9, Therefore, know that the Lord your God he is God, the faithful God who keeps covenant and mercy 
for a thousand generations and with those who love Him and keep His commandments. Beloved, through this first point that we have tonight, God is reminding us to look back, to look back of His faithfulness and goodness in our lives. If you are being discouraged of your situation right now, in your trials and testings that you are facing, beloved God is reminding you tonight, why not try to look back how He saves you, how He rescues you. And you know what? There are character of the Lord that we can see from this verse. First one, it says, Therefore know that the Lord, your God, He is God. Beloved, always remember that the God that you serve, the God that you believe is God and He is the only God. Beloved, He is powerful. He is the one who ordained everything that happens in our life. He is sovereign in everything that happened. And you know what? Part of it, even in the most deep situation and painful situation and the most heavily loaded situation and burden in your life, that is part where God is holding it. Beloved, if you believe that God loves you so much, what else and where will you find your refuge? It must be in Him. Secondly, it says in the second phrase, not only that He is God, but the faithful God who keeps covenant and mercy for a thousand generations. What does it mean? Beloved, first He says He is God. Secondly, He says He is what? The faithful God, meaning God is faithful. How can we know that He is faithful? He is true to His covenant. He is true to His promises. He is true in what He has promised to His people. For example, beloved, when God will say, I will never leave you nor forsake you, that is His covenant to you. That is His promise to be with you forever as you have that personal relationship with Jesus, whatever will happen in our life in this earth. Beloved, it says here, who keeps covenant and mercy for a thousand generations. He is not only God, He is not only faithful God, but also is a merciful God. What does it mean? Our Abba, our Father in heaven is a grace-driven God, meaning He keeps His mercy available. He keeps His grace available for all of us to continue to cling upon Him even though we are unrighteous in His presence. But because of Jesus, when Jesus died for you and me, and when we put our faith in Jesus, we are accepted in His presence. Beloved, that is a very wonderful news for all of us that no matter how deep is your guilt and shame, and now you are in so deep need right now because of your situation, and sometimes you can think of going to the Father, but you have that shame and guilt, God is reminding you tonight, don't let your shame and guilt be the reason to hinder you in coming before Him because 2,000 years ago, Jesus already declared it is finished in the Mount of Calvary. Beloved, it's been two weeks that we celebrated Good Friday and Resurrection Sunday. I hope and pray that every time we celebrate Good Friday and Resurrection Sunday, it is what? Releasing us from all that guilt and shame so that we can have that wonderful confidence that we can come into God's throne and God's presence through believing in Jesus Christ. Beloved, always remember God's work in the past 2,000 years ago when Jesus died for you and me, and also from the very beginning since day one when you are birthed in this earth up to now. He is merciful, He is faithful, and He is the God who ordained all days that you have and all days that we have in this earth. Beloved, I hope and pray that it brings comfort and hope in your life tonight that whatever situation you might be in, 
God is God and He is faithful and true to His promises. Beloved, not only that, it also says in the second phrase that He will keep His covenant, He will be merciful and faithful to those who love Him and keep His commandments. Beloved, God is a God of promise. But in every promise, there is a premise. And the premise is, love Him and keep His commands. Beloved, we have a part to take. As we remember that God is good, and all the time, God is good. We need also to remember our part. God will do His part, but we have also a part to do. And there are two things that we can see from Deuteronomy chapter 7, verse 9. The first thing is this, love Him, love God. Matthew 22, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, with all your strength. We need to love God, beloved. What does it mean, love God? We need to worship Him. We need to do everything, especially during this time. If you're in trouble, if your season is heavy, if your load is heavy and burden is so overwhelming that it sometimes forget who God is because of that situation. Beloved, remember tonight that our God is what? Our God is faithful, good, and merciful. But also, remember this. Worship God even in your desperate season, in the most deep and hurting season in your life, in the most shakable moment in your life. God is just simply telling us, worship. You know why? Worship is our weapon that the enemy will continue to strike us with worry, fear, anxiety, and all the desperate moves and suggestions. But when we worship God, we are declaring who God is, and we are claiming His character. We are claiming His promises. And during that time, when the enemy will see us worshiping, it means that we, He can see us that our confidence and hope is in our living God, and surely He will be defeated. Beloved, during the time that you are so down, during the time in your season where you are in a crisis, let worship be your weapon. Love the Lord your God with all your heart in everything you think, in everything you feel, in everything you execute, in everything you plan. Let God be your chief cornerstone. For sure, you will be unshakable. Beloved, remember God's work in the past. Also, love Him in response. And not only that, when God is commanding you, when God is instructing you, you need to obey His commandments. Do you know why we need to really obey God, especially in times of trouble and despair? Because we really don't know what to do anymore. And all we need to do is to follow Him because He will lead the way and He will bring us to safety and care. Beloved, I know that sometimes God's commandments is so, so hard to obey. But we talked about it yesterday, that you need God's empowerment you need to ask for wisdom. You need to discover His will if you really want to put yourself in alignment to His will so that you can confidently follow Him. Why? It's not about our strength. It's not about our capacity that we can follow Him. It's all because of Jesus and the empowerment of the Holy Spirit and because of the mercy and faithfulness and goodness and the grace of God that is in us. Beloved, I hope and pray that through those things, we can learn and be reminded to come back to Him. Remember that He is really a faithful God. Beloved, the second one, in order that we can endure the hardship that we are facing, especially during this time of trouble, is this, grow in every trial. It says in James chapter 1, verses 2 to 4, My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials. 
knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. But let patience have its perfect work, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. Beloved, during this season of trials and testings in your life, in whatever you are going through right now, God is lifting up our heart and God is giving us an encouragement that we need to grow in every trial. Remember this, in everything that happens in our life, there is a purpose behind it. We might not see it for now, but let's continue to trust in the Lord because He has the best plan for us. Beloved, always remember that in this verse, God is reminding us in the first part, in verse 2, it says, My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials. What does it mean? In whatever trials that you're facing, God is telling us, count it all joy. What are the reasons why we can count it all joy? You're in trials and then instead you're crying, you will be having joyful heart. How to do it? Beloved, you can only achieve that when you know where your feet is standing on. If you're standing in the promises in God's faithfulness, for sure you will experience real joy. Beloved, in verse 2, this is one of the proof that joy is not limited to good happenings that differentiate between happiness and joy. Why? Because happiness can only be experienced, you can only feel that if there are something good that are happening. But joy, even though in your most difficult season and trials in life, you can still be joyful. It's the word of God that says, count it all joy when you fall into various trials. Beloved, are you in a deep trouble right now? Are you facing deep trials in your life? God is telling you also, count it all joy. You might be asking, why count it all joy? It says in the next part, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. Beloved, God is forming our hearts. It means that every time we face trials and testings in life, I know we don't want it. We don't want to experience it. But when this comes in our life, this is part of molding our heart, sharpening our character, deepening our faith, and molding our life to become more like Christ. Beloved, don't worry when you face trials, for God is in control, and He will never leave you, and He will never put you in harm when you just love Him and follow His commandments. Beloved, always remember that in every trial that we have, there is something good that it produces. Verse 4, it says, But let patience have its perfect work, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. Beloved, as we go through our own trials, we know that it will never be permanent. This is just temporary. Even death is temporary. We have a hope that we can have that living hope in Christ Jesus, that we will be with Him eternally if we believe in Him. What does it suggest to us? Beloved, no matter how big you think, no matter how hard you think, is your trials that you are facing right now, remember that God is in control and remember that it is not permanent. It will always be temporary. Because we know that if we just have faith in the Lord, if we believe in Jesus, our life doesn't end here. We have that eternal hope, an eternal security, an eternal life through Jesus Christ. And beloved tonight, the last step that we need to discover how to endure our hardship is this. Be confident in Jesus. It says in Philippians chapter 1, verse 6, Being confident of this very thing, that he who has begun a good work in you 
will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. Beloved, in this last part, this is one of the most important things. If you want to endure the hardships that you are facing right now, you need to be confident in Jesus. What does it mean to be confident in Jesus? First is, we need to have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. We need to be sure that Jesus knows us as his sheep and we know him as our shepherd. Secondly, we need to be confident that whatever may happen in our life here on earth, our life is secured in him that we have that eternal life to be with Him in heaven. And thirdly, remember that it is He who started the things that we go through in life and He will be the one that will end it and put it into completion. Beloved, don't control situations that you think it's so hard to bear. Actually, every time we can face challenges and trials, God wants us to just surrender and let go of it. He wants to test our dependency he wants to test our loyalty. He wants to test our devotion. That in every situation, in every hardship, will we come to Him or will we just do it in our own way? Remember this, beloved. If there are some challenges and problems that we have and we try to figure out how to work upon it in our own capacity, you will surely be burdened. But no matter how big you think is your problem or the trials that you are facing right now, but if your heart is devoted to the Lord, but if your heart is confident that Jesus is with you, He is your Savior, surely you can have the peace and you can have the joy and you can just simply surrender it to Him. Beloved, let me ask you this. Do you have some trials or problems that you are facing right now? Now, what's your response? Will you lift it up to the Lord or you will decide to carry it and do whatever it takes in your own capacity to solve it. It's up to you, beloved. If you choose to just surrender everything to the Lord and devote yourself upon Him, humble yourself, repent from your wicked ways, and then devote yourself, there will be joy, there will be peace. But if you think that you want to decide for yourself and just go through with it and then just do whatever you have in your resources and capacity and your strategies, well, you will surely be burdened by problems. Beloved, tonight, God is reminding us that if we are facing some hardships and if you want to endure these hardships in this season that you are facing right now, we need to do these three things. Do you want to endure the hardships that you have in your life? Let's wrap up what we learned tonight. How to endure hardships. Number one, remember God's work in the past. Number two, grow in every trial and number three be confident in jesus beloved these biblical principles and application are the most beautiful foundations that we need especially when we're facing trials in our life when we are facing hardships and during that time that where you lose hope you started to just be weakened in your faith or starting to lose hope in the lord this is a time to have that revival in your life that you will never lose hope in the lord but you need to apply these three things beloved when we say about remember god's work in the past it talks about his being god his faithfulness and his mercy and remember to obey him and remember to love him with all your heart Beloved, the second one is this. Why it is important to grow in every trial? Because we know at the end of every trial and testing, there is something greater that is working in our life. We become more like Christ in response. We become more like Christ in our character. And we can be used 
ultimately for the service and the glory of God. And thirdly, beloved, we need to be confident in Jesus. Why? Because He is our Savior, because He is the one who started it and He will be finishing it. And above all, there's no such trial in our life. That means forever. Everything has an end. And the good news, if we have Christ in our life, if we have that personal relationship with Him, we will be with Him in heaven. Amen? Beloved, tonight, as we end, I hope and pray that all of us are secure in Jesus Christ. Let me ask you this. Do you truly have that personal relationship with Jesus Christ? Do you have that eternal hope and eternal life? You might be asking right now, Pastor, what does it mean to have eternal hope, eternal life? How can I be sure in going to heaven? Beloved, you need to secure your personal relationship with Him. And you might be asking right now, how to secure it? How do I know if I have that relationship with God? How do I know that I have that eternal life in Jesus Christ? There are two questions that I would like to you to reflect upon. And if your answer in this is yes, praise God. It means you have a personal relationship with Jesus. But if your honest answer is no or not sure, maybe tonight God is calling you to receive Him so that you can be sure in your eternal salvation and relationship with Jesus. Beloved, let me share to you John chapter 5, verse 24. Very truly I tell you, whoever hears my word and believes him who sent me has eternal life and will not be judged, but has crossed over from death to life. That's a wonderful promise from the word of God and Jesus himself is the one speaking those lines. When Jesus said, whoever believes him who sent me has eternal life. Beloved, putting our faith in Jesus is very crucial in having relationship with God. You might be asking right now, so do I have eternal life? I have two questions for you. What if you will die tonight? Are you really sure that you will be with Him? Are you really sure that you already cross over from death to life? Question number two, what if Jesus will come tonight? We know that Jesus is coming soon, amen? But the question is, what's your response? How will you feel tonight? What if Jesus will come tonight? Are you afraid or are you excited? Beloved, if your answer to that two questions is not sure or not so sure, it means God is calling you tonight to have that personal relationship with Him. Again, it says in John 5.24, Whoever hears my word and believes Him who sent me has eternal life. So what to do now if we want to have eternal life? First thing, we need to acknowledge our sinfulness. We need to ask forgiveness and we need to repent from it. Number two, we need to believe. We need to believe that Jesus Christ, the Son of God, came to this earth, died for our sins. He was buried and on the third day, He rose again to declare victory over death so that He can give us eternal life. And number three, we don't need just to believe. We need to accept Him as Lord and Savior in our life. We need to confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord and Savior. Beloved, if you are that person tonight who wants to have a personal relationship with Jesus, you want to start it tonight because you are not sure or you are not so sure in those two questions that I just asked you about, this is now the time that God is leading you. Actually, Jesus is inviting you to have that personal relationship with Him. And I hope and pray that tonight you will respond to it. Beloved, if you are that person tonight who would like to accept Jesus as Lord and personal Savior, 
you, if you are ready to acknowledge your sinfulness and repent from it, if you are ready to believe in Him who came, who died, who was buried, and third day He rose again, if you are that person who is ready to confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord so that you can cross over from death to life, I want you to pray this prayer with me and let this prayer be prayed heartily between you and the Lord. Just repeat after me. Say this prayer now. Lord Jesus, I thank you for the gift of life. I thank you, Lord Jesus, for this enlightenment in my life. And tonight, I want to acknowledge that I am a sinful person. I want to ask forgiveness and I want to repent from all my wicked ways. Abba Father, I believe now that Jesus Christ came to this earth to die for my sins. He was buried and on the third day, He rose again so that He can declare victory over death and to give me eternal life. So tonight, Jesus, I want to confess with my mouth that Jesus is my Lord and Savior. That salvation only comes from you, Jesus. And Holy Spirit, dwell in me now and seal me so that I can continue to live for God's glory as I continue to follow Jesus. Abba Father, thank you for the salvation and thank you for giving me the opportunity to have that relationship with you tonight. Be with me now and forevermore. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Beloved, if this is your first time that you accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and personal Savior in your heart, praise God. And I want to affirm you tonight that you are now a child of God. And if you are a true child of God, you are sealed by the Spirit, that you have salvation in your life, that you already cross over from death to life. What does it mean? We are victorious over death. We are victorious in whatever trials and testings that you experience tonight in your life. We have now eternal life. We have eternal security that when we die or when Jesus will come again, remember that we will be with Him eternally now and forevermore because we accepted Jesus Christ as our Lord and personal Savior. Beloved, you are saved, you are secured, and you are victorious in Christ Jesus. To all our brothers and sisters in the Lord, I hope and pray that our word for tonight give us encouragement as we continue to follow Jesus and as we continue to face our challenges, our testings in our faith, I hope that we can remember to continue to remember His faithfulness, to continue to grow in every trial, make every problem, make every trial be an opportunity for you to grow, to be more like Christ. And lastly, continue to put your confidence in Jesus because it is His promise to all of us that He will never leave us nor forsake us. Continue to love Him, brothers and sisters, and continue to obey His commandments. May the Lord bless you and keep you, and may God's peace continue to be with us all. As we face, even in the season of COVID-19, and as we continue to face every day our personal challenges and trials in life. Beloved, tonight, before we will end, 
let me again remind you for our new segment in our live stream worship services. We have this what we call our small group reflection time. Let me ask you this. Have you tried it? That what you learn from our messages, you share it to your husband or wife or to your family or maybe to your chat groups or maybe into your D groups or to your friends who join you in worshiping every night. Beloved, this is a very wonderful time for all of us to experience God's faithfulness together. You know what, beloved? Even in the season and in the series that we have, we praise and thank God that even Jonah and I are enjoying in our conversation, especially with my brothers, because every night we go to my brother's house because they have that internet in their house. So we go live there, and after that, we share our reflection as a family, and we start to share and learn together. And it's a wonderful time to strengthen our relationships. Beloved, use this worship service that we have every night, not just to watch, but also to do a group chat, to talk over a phone, or to talk personally with your family what you learn together. Because I believe if we love Him and if we obey His commandments, blessings will flow in our life and in our relationships and even in our family and friends. Beloved, let's obey the Lord, and it's my prayer. You can start enjoying also the conversation through our message reflection tonight. Beloved, we have two message reflections for tonight. Number one is this. How does hardships in life help you in becoming more like Jesus? Number two, what will you do to overcome the hardships you are facing right now? Beloved, after your small group discussion, you pray together. If you're alone, just write in your journal and pray to the Lord. God is with you. I hope and pray that all of us are blessed by the word tonight. And before I close in a word of prayer, let's just have some announcements. Thank you for joining us. We hope that you are blessed with our message today. Before we end in prayer, allow me to give you some announcements. First, we welcome our VIPs, our first-timers. If you are a first-timer, please sign up the electronic form prepared for you on the link posted above. We would like to welcome you, connect with you, and give you a wonderful journey here in Ictus Dumagede. Next, we encourage you to join our Discipleship, where we have our Discipleship sessions online. Let's take this as an opportunity for us to partake of God's work with our fellow believers. You will be given a facilitator whom you will be journeying with, whether you are with a group of friends, your family, or even individually. You can sign up for our discipleship using the electronic form linked in the description. Next, get connected with us through our online platforms. We have the Ectas Dumagete online community Facebook page where we share content regarding the Word of God. You can also visit our website, which is www.ectasdumagete.org. Be a part of our chat group by leaving a comment below, I want to be in the group chat. Then you will be added. Don't forget to like our Facebook page, Dumagete IDMC. Send us a message there too. Also, get to know more about Ictus through our LAMP 101 class. Sign up with the link in the description above. We also encourage everybody to worship through giving. 
we have an electronic form in the description which you can utilize for your tithes and offerings. For those who want to serve in online platforms, join our virtual frontliners where we inspire others by sharing our posts in Facebook, especially those who have Wi-Fi or cellular data 24-7 and are active in Facebook. Why not be a virtual frontliner? Leave us a message or comment below if you want to be a virtual frontliner. Lastly, every day at 10 a.m., we post our daily devotion, wherein we reflect on a Bible verse related to the current situation we are in. It is always good to start your day with the Lord, so stay tuned to our devotion posted in our Facebook page at 10 a.m. We encourage everyone to stay updated with Ixus to Magete, where you can witness the Word of God always. That is all for our announcements. Thank you. Beloved, thank you so much for joining us tonight. And now, let us end in a word of prayer. Let's pray. Abba Father, thank you, Lord, for this wonderful time. Thank you for your word that teach us how to endure our hardships. Abba Father, you are in control in every situation. That's why it's so good that we will just surrender everything into your will, let your will be done, and so that we can just continue to follow you. Lord Jesus, whatever trials we have right now, individually, may you continue to strengthen us, to carry on, and continue to give us that hope that in you, there is sure foundation that in you we will never be shaken, that in you there is your presence, your power, and provision that will work in the midst of our trials and testings in life. Abba Father, thank you again for your word and be with us now as we have our small group. This